everyone. Welcome to the First Field Podcast at the APHA. I'm your host, Sean Kim, Executive Resident in Education. Today, we are de uh, delving into the latest smoking cessation phase three clinical trial of cytosinicline called ORCA2. FDA approved smoking cessations, medications, and behavior counseling are proven to be cost-effective, enhancing the likelihood of quitting, especially when used together. Evidence-based counseling and medication usage have risen since 2000, yet over two-thirds of smokers attempting to quit don't use evidence-based treatments. Now, let's turn our attention to cytosinicline. It has historically been called cytosine, so you may see either names used, particularly when referring to older clinical trials or when studied overseas. Cytosinicline is a plant-based alkaloid akin to baronicline, selectively binds to alpha-4, beta-2 nicotinic acetylcholine receptors, crucial in nicotine dependence. It thereby prevents nicotine from binding and makes smoking less rewarding or satisfying, which in turn make it easier to quit. While not licensed in the United States, some European countries use cytosinicline for smoking cessation. In 2014, the Cascade study compared 1.5 milligram per day of cytosine to usual course of nicotine replace therapy, revealing cytosine's superiority when combined with behavior supports, albeit with higher reported adverse events. A systemic review in the same year compared baronicline with cytosine. 23 randomized control trials were included comparing a total of 10,610 participants, 21 trials of baronicline of differing dose schedules, and two trials of cytosine as standard dose met the inclusion criteria. There were no head-to-head -head trials comparing baronicline with cytosine in the review. However, both interventions were found to be effective compared to the placebo group. Cytosine was more efficacious than placebo with 4.27 hazard ratio, while the standard dose baronicline was more efficacious than placebo with 2.58 hazard ratio. In conclusion, cytosine is shown to be more clinically effective and cost-effective than baronicline according to the Prospero study. Most recently, the 2023 ORCA-2 study, a randomized, double-blinded, placebo-controlled trial compared two duration of cytosinicline treatment, three milligram, three times daily, which is maximum daily recommended dose for six or 12 weeks to placebo with a follow-up period of 24 weeks. Among 810 adults who smoked cigarettes daily and wanted to quit. It was conducted across 17 U.S. sites. Both durations with behavior support demonstrated smoking cessation efficacy and excellence in tolerability. 
for the six-week course of cytosinoclin versus placebo, continuous absence rates were 25.3% versus 4.4% during the week three to six with the odd ratio of 8.0, and p-value was statistically significant at less than 0.001. For the 12-week course of cytosinoclin versus placebo, continuous absence rates were 32.6% versus 7.0% for week 9 to 12 with the odd ratio of 6.3, and the p-value was less than 0.001. Nausea, abnormal dreams, and insomnia occurred in less than 10% of each study groups. 2.9% discontinued cytosinoclin due to the adverse events. No drug-related serious adverse events occurred. Cytosinoclin, an agent available with or without prescription since the 1960s in Eastern Europe, appears promising as a treatment option for nicotine dependence due to its proven history, safety, efficacy, and potential cost-effectiveness. There are several studies showing the potential opportunities of cytosinoclin in the U.S. market. It will be interesting to see how this ORCA-2 study plays the role in the current smoking cessation guidelines in the near future. Thank you for joining us in the first field. Until the next time, stay healthy.